Thank you for listening to this edition of the Local Lowdown Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the World Cup, the U.S. Women's National Team's uh, uh, game last evening over, win last evening, excuse me, over Vietnam. We're then going to talk about the League's Cup, the, the, the inaugural MLS League's Cup, and some M- MLB and NFL news and notes. All of that coming your way on episode number four of the Local Lowdown Podcast, which starts right now. Hello, welcome to episode number four of the Local Lowdown Podcast. My name is Zach Bischoff. I am joined, as always, by... Danny Shanwalker. I don't have your audio, so I need to make some adjustments to that real quick. It is, uh been an interesting one over here at the Local Lowdown Studio, and I need to hear you, so... Do that, and if there's an echo, I apologize. That's how it just has to be. So once again, I'm joined by Take Two, Danny. All right, thank you, Danny. All right, as mentioned in the open, first we are going to be talking about the U.S. Women's National Team win. The, I can't talk. The U.S. Women's National Team's win over Vietnam last evening by a score of three to zero. Uh, goals, I believe, were scored by uh, Sophia Smith. Uh, two goals by her and the third goal by someone who I don't remember who it was. Uh, Danny, just your thoughts on the, as you can see, we're not very professional here. Danny, your thoughts on the uh, U.S. Women's National Team's um, win over Vietnam last evening? Yeah, absolutely, Zach. It's great to be with you, man. Um, Zach, we are definitely in a transition of eras right now in the um, uh, U.S. women's national team picture. The, um, the young players, you know, the next generation are really, um, really stepping up. You know, um, Sophia, Smith, Sophia Smith had uh, two goals, as you mentioned, Zach. Um, and just, it, it's a team that's um, really filled with, with a lot of, of young talent. And also a lot of uh, um, like a, a, a very uh, good good core group of um of veterans, but um I believe that the stat it was something like sixteen or seventeen um of the U.S. Women's National Team um players in the FIFA Women's World Cup were making their World Cup debut against Vietnam, which is pretty uh pretty pretty cool to see that uh that that change um um. But Zach, you know, um, I think this team has a ton of potential, Zach. You know, obviously, um, played against Vietnam, um, and credit to Vietnam. I mean, they 3-0 against against the uh, U.S. the U.S. Women's National Team is a is a you know that, that is very respectable for a, for a team like Vietnam. They uh, you know for a team like Vietnam, um, you know they. Uh, one of their like goals um, is you know to, to score like to score a goal um, in this in this World Cup you know um, and uh, all you know it was so it was so cool to see even being a U.S. fan you know that um, people you know sort of, like a lot of the stadium really got behind uh, Vietnam because of just how big how big of an underdog they were. Um, but yeah, Zach. As far as you know, how, how the game went, I was uh, really encouraged by um, by Sophia Smith um, because you know I think she's kind of the rising the rising star, if you will, Zach, um, and the kind of the new face. We talk about this new generation. She's really the, the face 
of that new that, that new uh, youth movement. And also Lindsey Graham scored as well, and she had a great uh, great game. Um, so yes, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to see. I think the level needs to improve a little bit when we you know face face tough competition. Um, um, because we had 28 shots, I think, and you know only three found found back in that. But overall, I was encouraged. Uh, yeah, so and I'm curious your thoughts on this. Uh, star players like Megan Rapinoe, uh, Rose Lavelle, and somebody else, I believe, were on limited minutes uh, last evening because of the U.S.'s next match against yeah. the Netherlands, which will take place, uh, I believe that is, what is that, a Thursday, uh, July 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are going to attempt to do play-by-play of that game. Uh, we are still waiting to see if that will able to, is able to be orchestrated because my co-host over there is just so happens to be going on vacation. Uh, but we will see if uh, we, we will hope to try and uh, coordinate that and bring that to you. I believe that should be a, uh, a very, a very tough uh, game for the U S as that is a rematch of the 2019 women's world cup final. Yeah. Where the U S did prevail. Then do you think the, um, the score would have been higher if the other players would have played also, uh, given that in the previous World Cup in 19, they uh, defeated, uh, was it Taiwan or Thailand? By a score Thailand, of 13 to 0. Yeah, Zach, that, that is a tremendous, tremendous question, my friend. Um, and As always, what I would say. Yeah, you have an actor that for sure, man. What I would say though, Zach, is um that I would uh say that um from uh, going back to 2019, from the get go, it seemed like the U.S. like we are going to score a ton of of goals, and they they had that mentality almost. It, it was like a shift um and in mentality, and I. I Think that you know um, Vietnam? They really kind of sat in a uh, a low block, and really you know the, the U.S. didn't score. I know I, mean, I know it was kind of early on, but it wasn't until the 13th, 13th minute that uh, the the U.S. scored. And I think that set the tone for the the way the match kind of went. Zach was because you know because they were Vietnam was able to to hang, and I, I they were only I mean. I think the second goal took uh, was in was in stoppage time. So they, they I mean, they, to only be down to the U.S. Um, 2-0 and, and to pull it at 1-0, that that's a huge accomplishment um, from from um, Vietnam. And you know, I think it's just the reason why it wasn't higher, Jack, was Vietnam's um, ability to really you know make the U.S. work um, from the start. And uh, another question upon that. Do you think that only scoring three goals in this game later on in the group stage, I think that will have a tremendous effect on if Team USA advances out of group play, given that they uh, that they play the Netherlands, that's, you're, you're not going to score a lot of goals against them. Uh, and yeah. I, I believe that the first tiebreaker is goal differential. Uh, so I really would have liked to see more goals. Do you think that will – I personally think that will have a – that could uh, be the um, telling point of, of if who advances out of group letter E. Your thoughts? Yeah. 
no, no Zach, that, that's, that's a, a that's a um that's a great point, point. and I, I think that you know obviously if you if you kind of go around the uh what you know what twitter says or what uh what social media says about the uh u.s women's national team performance everybody's saying that you know we we had so many chances we should have cashed more in i don't um think that three zero is that much of a hindrance and a missed opportunity because you know um you you did separate yourself more than what's uh, I believe um England only beat Haiti one zero which again credit to Haiti um because um that that was a heck of a job to only allow England to score one goal but I think that the where I'm um almost op like optimistic and, and more happy about um is that we didn't that we didn't let what we um score I think that's that's kind of where, where I'm looking at it from. It's like, even though we had 28 shots and we would like to, you know, score a little bit more, we also had held Vietnam to uh, zero shots and, and didn't let them didn't let them score. But that's I mean that's a you know that'll be something to to watch for sure. That's always you know we get to um, I mean soccer fans around the world know that you know. You get to that last uh, last day group stage, and there's a lot of uh, nail biting going on just because of goal differential and things like that. Zach. All right, moving forward, uh, shifting focus to the the team USA's next game against the Netherlands, which I said is uh, this Thursday at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Danny, what uh, keys to victory for the United States against the Netherlands? Zach, I think that um, I think our uh, um, most dangerous Asset and the most, I mean, the most interesting part of our team is in our midfield, right? It's Roosevelt, it's Lindsey Horan, it's Sophia Smith getting forward, it's Trinity Rodman getting forward. You know, I think our our biggest key is going to be, you know, that fluidity of whoever that front three is, whoever our attackers are. Can they convert chances? Because we're not going to have as many chances as we did against Vietnam. And the Netherlands, um, as you said, Jack, as we mentioned at the top, you know, they're a, they're a 20, 2019 Women's World Cup finals. You know, that's who we beat in order to win the World Cup. Like the Netherlands want revenge. I mean, that, that is no that is no secret. You know, they're going to come out. Um, they're going to come out firing, and we're not going to have as many chances as we did against Vietnam. They're going to, you know, they're going to really, um, you know, want to uh, to counter against the Zach. So, so our back line of uh, Naomi Garland and Joy Earth, if she plays um, center back again, and uh, our back line is going to have to be solid. And we're we're just going to have to really, really battle. It's not going to be an easy game for sure, Zach. And lastly, Danny, your your pick to win the twenty twenty three women's World Cup. Zach, will, I think the will uh, the U.S. do it. What's will, up? Will the United States three feet? Yeah. Yeah, Zach. I, I, I think that that is. I think that I I think that the U.S. will three feet, man, because you look at the field. Is deeper, you know, than than it, than it has been. You know, all these games have been. There haven't been any boards as as the uh, um 
in uh, you know similar to uh, the 13-0 win last World Cup. So countries are getting better. You know, women's soccer is really developing in um, all parts of the world, which is awesome to see. But Jack, I think what separates us, what separates the um, the U.S. women's national team, is just our depth, Zach. You know, I just think we have so many. I mean, Rosenbell and, and um, Megan Rapinoe came off the bench. You know, I think that our depth is such a strength that we have, Zach. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, yeah, I think that's another thing. I mean, I, like you said, I think we have 13 of the 21 players on the team are making their debut. So I think it's uh, it's a good glimpse into the next uh, generation. But I still think we do have enough firepower to win. All right, that's enough about the World Cup. Next, we will talk about – what are we going to find? Is that yes, it is. The, the first annual Leagues Cup, a partnership between Major League Soccer and the top Mexican league, Liga MX. Now – Lionel Messi last night, one of the best players in the world, uh, made his debut for uh, stateside for Inter Miami, and he did score a uh, a tremendous free kick goal. We, we would show it to you, but copyright laws uh, greatly um, uh, discourage that. All right, um, yeah, but it was it was a tremendous uh, tremendous goal there. I I saw it on Twitter. It was all over Twitter this, this morning. And last evening, Danny, get your thoughts on Messi's debut, and also, what kind of spark do you think he will provide to an Inter Miami team that was that last check near the bottom of the league? Yeah, Zach. Um, is you know having a player like Lionel Messi can transform a team and can transform a fan base. I mean, there there was not an empty seat. At uh, Inter Miami Stadium, which you know that that had not been the case, um, you know, just a, a few short months ago, uh, considering that they were bottom of the MLS. So um, I think you know, when MLS, he, he 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 him coming on made a huge impact, and it was a huge, as you said, Zach, spark in in Miami, just them being able to to win the game, and it, it was so. It was almost like a an ending out of the movie that that, that Messi scored um, on on his on his debut in that fashion. But Jack, I think I mean you're talking about one of the best players to ever play the game. I think that's going to have a um, huge impact and, and bring a huge spark to uh, the Inter Miami club. Yeah. And also, Lionel Messi now plays alongside former Barcelona teammate Sergio Busquets. I think that um, we think those two uh, really. You know, back in the Barcelona days, they they, uh, they set off each other, so that should be. Yeah. It's interesting to see, you know, two teammates back together uh, once again. Yeah, I, I did. I watched. Uh, I watched just about forty minutes of the, of the first half, and then the uh, World Cup game came on, so I kind of had to switch over to that for purposes of this year episode. Uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, it was it was quite a spectacle. I mean, there was a lot of famous people. Like LeBron James was there. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian, I believe, was there. Uh-huh. Um, it was a whole bunch of people. I think LeBron James was, was practically sitting right next to where Messi was in, in the uh, in the in the uh, bench area. But it was uh, quite spectacle to see that uh, last night. Now the League's Cup, briefly, is is a uh, World Cup style tournament. I believe it was forty five teams in about fifteen or so groups. Top two will advance, and then once they determine a champion, they will they will be given spots in the, I believe it is the CONCACAF Gold Cup, bless you, 
Um, and <laughs> seemed Thank like you, Jack. Seemed like that. Thank you for not sneezing in my ear. Um, <laughs> I could, I could get, I, I had a cough button for you, but I, don't, I didn't need to use it. All right. Um, anyway, the uh, the champions will be given spots, and I believe it is the Concacaf Gold Cup uh, round of sixteen. So that will be something interesting to watch. Uh, I know Danny, you have not been keeping up on that, so I will. Uh, that's all I really have to say in that regard. So now next. Yeah. We it does sound like, um, you know, that was the first, uh, as you said, that could be, I think, the first uh, night of the week, if I'm correcting that. But I think that's a, that's a great thing um, with, uh, you know, the MLS and, and partnering with uh, Liga Annex. I think the more and more you can grow the game in, um, you know, places like U.S. and, and Mexico, I think, I mean, um, it's some, again, it's something to watch, but it's also another high-stakes soccer competition which really I, I, I mean, i'm just excited to uh kind of see how that unfolds for sure Zach. all right thank you danny next we are going to be talking about uh briefly the nfl news and notes the big story of the week uh earlier this week uh the nfl owners approved the sale and firing of uh disgraced nfl owner uh dan schneider who was also fined uh 60 million dollars for uh workplace misconduct we will not be getting into the uh, in, in getting into any further of said allegations due to the graphic nature of them. Um, what else? Uh, and the other thing, NFL, uh, you had some other thoughts on NFL news and notes. Uh, yeah, no, for sure, Zach. Um, uh, obviously, um, Dan Snyder, you know, the NFL is going to, um, for the sale of the 6.05 dollar uh, Washington Commanders. Why, why are we laughing about it? Uh, which, which is similar, similar to our headline. That's why I was just, I was just laughing. Um, which, which we, uh, Zach and I, you know, kind of tagged in that, which is good. But, um, but yeah, no, obviously that is a big, um, for Commanders fans, I think getting Dan Snyder and that whole mess out of their football team is a big, uh, a big deal, Zach. Um, I think that um, the biggest thing with the Commanders is just, them being able now to kind of turn on the page and being able to focus on football. I mean, they've been in the news, in the news um, not just not not just even in the sports news, but in the national news for all the all the wrong reasons. I and mean, then just being able now to like focus on what they are, which is a football organization. Like that's got to be so liberating for for the players, for the front office, the state. And and just everybody involved with that. Yeah. I think um, I, I'm just I think that that was all the news for all involved in the commander's organization. Yeah, and also also you mentioned uh, not only in the news but I'm sure also in the courtroom as well. Um, yeah, yeah, due to various uh, various allegations there and various yeah, lawsuits definitely. and various other uh, accusers and things of that nature. All right, uh, now the the and after this we I heard I've seen reports that. Off of uh, Twitter, obviously, you know we love getting our lot, lot of our stuff from Twitter. Uh, that the Commanders after this this upcoming season will oh you spell you, you you didn't correct your spelling of Los Angeles. Oh, but you did, but you uh, didn't take the old spelling. Uh, anyway, this seems, this seems to go to the. I need to clip this because put this in my blue video. Um, <laughs> we we need it. That's an idea. Anyhow, um, yeah, I saw the uh, after the season the Commanders will change. Uh, their name uh, once again. Uh, last year, after the um, 
the first name change happened from, we all know what that name was, to the Washington football team, and then to the Washington Commanders, and now it is changing again. So it will be interesting to see what that name will be uh, come season's end. All right. Anything else on news and notes before we proceed? Before, oh, oh, no. no. We, we can, can go, go to the, the MLB, MLB for, for sure. sure. All right, then. In that case, we will go to the – where is it? Um, Major League Baseball news and notes. Let's start with the Pirates series over in Los Angeles on the West Coast. Danny's already laughing, so I will laugh. Pirates last evening uh, lost by a score of eight to four after hitting. Why well, did the show Go there you go. Um, after uh, hitting not uh, not one, not two, not three, but four home runs off of uh, uh, Angels two-way player Shohei Otani. This is the first time that Shohei Otani has given up four home runs in one game, and Henry Davis, the newly called up. Uh, catcher slash right fielder hit two home runs, his first multi-home run game uh, off of uh, arguably one of the best players in, or yeah, one of the best uh, uh, players in the uh, league right now uh, in Otani. Uh, and they still somehow managed to lose the game now. If that's not a pirate thing, I don't know what is. Danny, over to you. Yeah, yeah, no, no um, Zach, Zach, I think you, you, you uh, summarized, you know, the course of events there perfectly, man. I mean, if, if you would have told me that we'd, we'd score or we'd hit four home runs off of um, the, the, the best, best player in the league um, right, right now, and some calling, you know, the best ever, which I, you know, I um, would, would be quick to, or I would, I'm not, not ready to say, say that yet, yet. but anyway, um, <laughs> If, if you, you were to tell me, Zach, that we hit four home runs, runs off of um, Henry Davis or whatever, off of Shohei Otani, I would have said, well, well, well then in that case, we're going we're gonna to win that game. But, you know, that game is a microcosm of the Pirates' um, last six, honestly, coming off from the, from the All-Star break. Uh, just, Zach, we just have not been um, consistent in any regards. I mean, it's just been... Um, obviously, obviously our, our pitching, you know, you know, um, has struggled these past few games, but even when our pitching has, has uh, you know, picked up and, and we haven't, you know, given up eight spots, our, our hitting has been non-existent, Zach. It's just, right now, as a Pirates fan, um, and I'm just super frustrated about, you know, the direction that the team's going. I just don't think we're doing things right in any capacity right now. Your thoughts on the on what the employment status of Pirates hitting coach Andy Haynes should be following this season? Yeah, Zach. Um, you know that that, that has obviously been, been a, a continuous topic of discussion because the Pirates, you know, have not um, really been able to. Also, what's that? Uh, this is uh, a point of contention for a, a future guest, which we're going to bring on the uh, show at a time to be determined. But please proceed. Danny, you yeah. can, Danny and I, Danny knows who I'm talking about. But, and that, if you're listening, would be then thanks for listening, and we'll reach out to you soon. Yeah. No, no. Um, good, 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 good call on that, Jack. Jack but uh, it's, it's just the, the Pirates. Um, I, 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 I hesitate to blame one um, coach that's, that's not, not even playing to, to as a. a uh, you know, you know, scapegoat, scapegoat for, for, for the Pirates, Pirates um, mishap, as a way, Jack. But, but 
our just approaches have not been there. there. Yeah, we've, we've just been, been guys are in swamps that aren't doing swamps, swamps, and then we just, I, we, I feel like, like every time we get guys, um, get guys on base, it's just, just you know, we, we don't, we don't, um, catch them in. We, we, we're not very good. Um, with, with runners, runners in, 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 in scoring, scoring position, position as, as a way, way and it's just, you know, I, I maybe was too optimistic at the start of the part of the season, Zach, but it's just, just right, right now it's frustrating, frustrating, man, because even, even you know, the young guys are coming up, and I think the young guys deserve better. Like, like, like Andy, Andy Rodriguez, you know, Nick, Nick Gonzalez, like, like, these guys are contributing, and they, they deserve Better than what, what we're doing. And it's, just, it's, it's frustrating that it's all not working, Zach. Yeah. In my opinion, at the end of the season, uh, Andy Haynes should be fired. Now, we should have we should have gotten – we should have gone out and gotten uh, now Yankees hitting coach and also a personal friend of mine, Sean Casey. I think he would – and Casey's former player of the Cincinnati Reds back in the 90s and early 2000s. I'm honored to know him personally, and he is a, he's a great guy. Um, but I think we should – you know – he, uh, with New York getting him, and they, uh, New York has gone through their own struggling, uh, their, their own slump right now. There, you know, guys. Um, I looked at looked at my fantasy lineup today. Uh, Anthony Volpe hitting 0, 0.93. Um, I think I have John Car. Uh, let me pull it up right now. I will. Let's see here. Let's look in this one. Uh, oh, I, oh, I took John Carlos Stanton on my bench, but uh, he's. I don't know where he's at. Yeah, Anthony Volpe is uh, hitting uh, 0.93 as it stands right now. So it seems like the Yankees have really not been able to find it, even after a change in hitting coach. But I still think that, you know, that once Casey's there for a longer period of time, I think he will start to have an effect on the uh, on the game. Yeah, Zach. No, for sure, man. Um, I think what what um. Hitters go through some obviously, and I think that shows Zach is that hitting in the major leagues is hard. You know that's why Andy Rodriguez had as struggled as a way coming coming to the uh, major league. I think he'll you know make, make some changes in, our, in, in his approach, and obviously um, he's here for reasons. So I think he'll eventually get it going. But hitting is hard, Zach, because you know you're facing major league. Talents every night out there, man. Yep. So I think, but that's what like it, it's frustrating when you feel like you're facing major league talent, and then it feels like your pitching is like single way pitching, you know? Because it just when you go down five zero, Zach, in, in the first inning, and you're struggling to hit, to hit, you know, that is so demoralizing, Zach. So it's just been obviously we last night we you know we started out with lead and we uh, credit to the English they you know they. Um, adjusted their approach against uh, Johan Oviedo and obviously pulled away. Um, but it's just frustrating, Zach, when, when it just doesn't seem... I'm not trying to be super pessimistic because I like to think that I'm a pretty um, optimistic guy. I think, you know, the Pirates have pieces in their farm system and, you know, they have veterans that are contributing. But that's what's frustrating, Zach, because we got... We, we, I think right now we have a decent team it's just we're not putting the pieces together. That's what's frustrating, Zach. All right, Danny, any final thoughts before we uh, wrap it up here this evening? No, Zach. Um, one, I guess one thing that I've been, uh, I've been wondering your thoughts on, man, um, where do you think 
Angels Ace Shohei Otani will end up after the trade deadline. Oh, ah, uh, this is one thing. It's one thing I forgot to add to the show rundown. Um, I am actually not sure. I think uh, I obviously want to get old Henry. I mean, the Pirates. You know, I've seen like you know joke accounts with uh, yeah. you know trades and all that with you know fake trades, but uh. I, I I don't know. I mean, he, he I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know who. I mean, how much do you think that contract would be? That'd be would be a big. He, he hasn't had a big contract yet. Yeah, no, no like, that's, that's what I'm. I'm that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm super. You know, intrigued to intrigued to see and and watch from afar here. Um, I think that I mean, you've got to think that that contract and that you know that sum of players going. To or going to LA is going to be huge. I mean, it's got to be at least five or six, you know, major league caliber caliber guys because Shohei Otani is such an anomaly. Just being, I mean, being able to you know hit um, hit like a three hundred hitter and you know like strike out like I mean, it's just incredible what he's what he's been able to do, Zach. I think in terms of um, a destination, he may. Um, end up with the San Francisco Giants. Um, and the reason for that, Zach, is um, obviously, I, like you said, I'd love I love to be the Pirates, but obviously I don't think that's in the cards right now for, for Ben Sherrington and company. But, but I think um, the Giants are what the Angels are, are, uh, are not, kind of, because, you know, they don't have a superstar sort of team. But they, you know, they find ways to through pitching, and and um, they find ways to, to win games. I mean, they're I, I believe they're like something like ten games um, over five five hundred um, with, with not a super talented, um, not a super talented starts to uh, group. So I think if I'm Shohei Otani, that's an appealing um, destination. For me to go. I've, I've been hearing rumors that he wants to stay on the West Coast, but so if I had to pick right now, Zach, that would be my that would be my pick. But obviously, we're not we're not going to know until until uh, deal, the deal gets done. So I'm just I'll be intrigued to watch, watch that as it progresses. And we will know when when even is the trade deadline because I think we're I think we're going to do a trade deadline show. I, I kind of want to do a trade deadline show. That, that would be fun. I'm not sure exactly. When the trade deadline is, we will figure it out, and then we will hopefully be able to do a trade deadline uh, related program for you, and we will recap all the major trades, trade trades in the on the uh, major league base in the major league base. I don't know. Well, you know, we're done here. He's Danny Shambles, I'm Zach Bischoff, and Shambles, as you should know. Thank you for listening to this edition, this fourth edition of the. Local Lowdown Podcast. I'm Zach Bishop. He's Danny Shanholzer, and we are signing off. Thank you very much for listening and.